Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. Our compulsory third-party team is passionate about all things CTP. They have extensive knowledge of the complexities of CTP cases and have seen everything from a heated liability dispute, an alternative blameless accident allegation, a nuanced causation issue, and an economic loss claim with family trusts and an offshore bank account, and even a claim for replacement care for the family budgie. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, it's Hamira here. I'm an associate here at McCabe Kerwood, and I have with me Ilana. Hi, Hamira. So what are we going to talk about today? At today's podcast, we will cover Section 118 of the Motor Accidents Compensation Act, and in particular, whether a misleading conduct on the part of the claimant is enough to relieve the insurer of liability to pay compensation under this act. That's an interesting and very relevant topic, Hamira. So Section 118 provides a remedy where false and misleading conduct in a claim has led to a party obtaining a financial benefit. Insurers are entitled to recover from the plaintiff the financial benefit obtained on the claim by the plaintiff's deception. That's right. So under Section 1182, subsection B, it provides for circumstances where the insurer has paid an amount to a claimant in connection with a claim. The insurer is entitled to recover from the claimant the amount of financial obtained by reason of the false and misleading conduct. So Section 1182B was considered in detail in a matter of NRMA Insurance and John Chechia, that's C-H-E-C-C-H-I-A. It's a 2011 Court of Appeal matter. So in that matter, Justice Beasley said that a plaintiff may be entitled to compensation under the Act, but where they engage in false or misleading conduct, such as exaggerating the extent of their disability or failing to disclose an injury for the purpose of obtaining greater compensation than that to which they were originally entitled, the important factor must be that the false or misleading conduct was done for the purpose of obtaining a financial benefit under the Act. That was a 2011 Court of Appeal matter. More recently, the District Court considered Section 118 in the matter of Al and Suncorp. So in that matter, Mr. Al Shamiri alleged he had sustained an injury in a motor vehicle accident which occurred on 9th of September 2010. He made a CTP claim against Suncorp, who was the insurer of the vehicle allegedly at fault. The insurer admitted breach of duty of care on behalf of its insured and the matter settled. Shortly after the claim settled, Suncorp was told by an informant that the accident had been staged for the purpose of enabling the plaintiff to make a claim for compensation. As a result, the insurer declined to pay the agreed settlement monies and the plaintiff commenced proceedings for recovery. In its defence, the insurer pleaded reliance on Section 118 of the Act. At the district court hearing, His Honour Judge Williams held that it was sufficient in this case for the defendant to prove that the accident of 9th of September 2010 was staged. His Honour entered a judgment for the defendant. So the insurer was able to rely on Section 118 to relieve itself from paying compensation on the basis that the accident was staged. That's right, Ilana. Have there been any other circumstances in which the insurer was able to rely on Section 118? Yes, so in a 2004 matter of Evangelic and Zador, 
In that matter, evidence was led from the claims officer that if he had been aware of the surveillance film showing the claimant engaged in activities inconsistent with the claimed disabilities, he would not have settled the matter and the matter would have proceeded to a district court hearing. That evidence was accepted and the court then proceeded to reassess the claimant's entitlement to damages, which included a consideration of the surveillance film and the medical evidence commenting on that film. Okay, so let me get this right. So in Ivanchik and Zardo, the insurer relied on Section 118 and the court reassessed damages on the basis that had the insurer been aware of the surveillance, then damages would have been assessed differently. In the 2015 matter of Al-Shamiri and Suncorp, it was held that the accident was staged and therefore the insurer was relieved of paying any compensation to the plaintiff. That's right, Ilana. In short, it's not enough for the insurer to establish that the claimant has engaged in misleading conduct in making his or her claim. The insurer must also establish on the balance of probabilities that, that the purpose of engaging in misleading conduct was to obtain a financial benefit. Unless the, this purpose is established, the insurer will not be relieved of liability to pay compensation. But overall, this section allows an insurer to seek relief in relation to the compensation they might not have paid but for that misleading conduct. And that brings us to an end. Thanks, Amira. Thanks, Ilana. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.